the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. I guess I'm Mike Riley. You're Ann Clapp. Rufus Edmonston is sitting right there. Nelsa Cox, owner of the Garden Hut, is with us. Thank you, Nelsa, for for driving from lovely Fuquay Varina here. Or did you come from the beach? I came from Fuquay Varina. Okay. Yes, sir. Well, thank Good you morning. Very much. You brought some plants. We'll have to spread those out some, or we'll have to take them out one by one or something. I see some Nandina there. Is that got the yeah? That, is that Miss Nan? That <laughs> yeah, that's Miss <laughs> Limelight. I Ms. wonder if there is a uh, if there is a Nandina named Miss Ann. Uh, Miss Miss Nan. I don't know. <clears throat> if you develop one, you can you can there name you it that. I mean, there's Twilight and Obsession <clears throat> and Blush and yeah. Harbor Dwarf and Harbor Bell and. Mm-hmm. Compacta and right. uh, all kinds. And we're at uh, Bell's Carpets and Floors this morning. And I, we have Good been place. coming here. The Weekend Gardener's been coming here since the 90s. and But WPTF, I guess. Um, Fred, come on, to, come on over here. I, I'm not clear when we... When this relationship started, uh, the 1970s, I suppose. Yeah, was actually, it was Mario Dell? Mar- yeah, Mario. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. When, and later I, I joined. Uh, Mario would do one holiday and I'd do the other. And um, I guess that was in the 80s. But uh, yeah, so in the 70s. But Bell's goes way back. Yeah, Cameron Village uh, in 1962 is Bell's Linen. Yeah. Uh, and it was on the second floor. Of course, it, there's nothing there. <laughs> the Cameron Village has all been changed. But it sure has. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where our history started. Right. Yeah. Beside Burton's for folks, uh, we were just talking about mm-hmm. that off the air. Burton's was a big clothing store in in Raleigh, and uh, I think Bell's was beside that. And uh, it was it was a linen. Yeah, Bell's primarily linen, linen yeah, store. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very, uh, you know, linens, uh, sheets, pillows, blankets, feel, uh, mm-hmm. you know, feel crest. Uh, How does it evolve into carpeting? Well, it was on the they they uh, started uh, with Karistan Oriental rugs. Oh, that's a good place to start. Yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, and then you know, the, it was just one of those things that evolved into. Uh, putting the carpet up on the second floor, and then actually uh, they moved the carpet out of the linen closet a couple of times until we came to this location um, where uh, we've been in the same building. Of course, we've moved from the back of the building to the front of the building now. But, oh, I thought it was about time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, uh, yeah, and then, of course, Bell's Linen uh, no longer exists. They right. were... Uh, taken out over by another company. I can't remember what it was, because actually Bell's Linen had stores in Crabtree Valley uh, and in Greensboro, Charlotte. Uh, It was a small chain, and of course with carpet, we've just stayed with the one location. (laughs) And you still have Karistan. Yeah, we we still do. That's uh, that's all changed. Actually, this uh, Karistan has uh, 
come out with some new marvelous technology we'll talk about a little later on. But their Eden plant, uh, they're no longer making rugs there. They're, they moved that to Georgia. Where in Georgia did they go? Uh, well, in the Dalton, uh, uh, Chat, Chatsworth, Calhoun, Georgia area. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They have uh, they have a big actually rug operation um, in that area. They make rugs uh, yeah. from the, uh, but the Karistan rug is is still around. It's still a well known. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, the the Oriental rugs is what we associate mm -hmm. most with. Right, with and Karistan. like with our business now, uh, we no longer carry the factory pre-made rugs because we have such a demand for from customers to make rugs because the sizes, uh, you know, people can't find the right size, right. the right color, the right shape. We just got done doing a bunch of them yesterday for customers. They're all custom cut and finished, and of course we have uh, just a uh, plethora of beautiful designs and colors because that's what people want in their homes today they don't want just you know the same old color they've had uh and uh, an area that has gotten uh popular is the staircase people are, are yeah. treating that like a separate a separate area i know you did yeah i mean i think it's safer oh absolutely safe. yeah yeah uh, hopefully you won't fall down the stairs, but right. it, would be, but people, it would be a little more cushioned. But people, for most people, the first thing you see when you come in uh, their home is, is their stairway. So they're treating that as a, an area that yeah. can be entirely different. Something and you made, like, a, you made a rug. There's Karistan down the staircase, mm -hmm. and there's a rug in front of it that you custom made right. from the same, same yeah. uh, carpeting. So, yeah. so that's... Uh, you know how our business has evolved over the years just like everything else yeah so what what is new with Karistan uh, well as I said the they, new technology the new technology um, you know they they have carpets now uh, weaving carpets and that goes back to the history of the rugs uh, has always been a uh, time-consuming expensive process it turns out beautiful things but they have new technology that looks identical to woven technology uh, but it uh, it's certainly more cost efficient uh, and they can do beautiful patterns and designs and we have some of their patterns that I swear when the when I first opened up the sample I thought they brought back an old wool pattern because <laughs> it, it, it looks so so realistic but it's synthetic and uh, it gives the customer all the benefits of the ease of clean, the durability, and that type of thing, and at a significantly less cost than the comparable wool product would be. So we're very excited about that. As we're uh, we've we've gotten several new ones in, and we're anxious knowing that as they go forward, uh, Karistan's going to continue to uh, bring more and more in in that part of the uh, market uh, that they're going to dominate in. Yeah. So it would be easier to clean. <coughs> easier to clean, clean. Keep clean. Uh, as many rugs are. Now. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's fantastic. Well, yeah. I mean, things things are evolving in the, the carpet and flooring industry. Yeah. What about what about hardwood flooring? Now, well, what's the big thing? That has also changed. Most people um, think of hardwood floors. They have the traditional, uh, what we call solid hardwood. Uh, it's been nailed down. But actually, the part of the hardwood business that has grown phenomenally is the engineered hardwood. Uh, and, the, of course, the engineered hardwood can be put anywhere. Uh, there's various different ways of installing it. But uh, 
and again, uh, Mohawk, uh, who is one of the leaders in that, uh, converted uh, their plant up in Danville, Virginia, uh, to make the new hardwoods. And uh, engineered hardwoods, we can offer a, a lot for a wider variety, excuse me, of, of finishes, board width, uh, color, uh, that than we can in the solid hardwoods because in the solid hardwood you actually if you think about it there's a, you're paying for a lot of wood you never use uh, and so uh, if, if you uh, are thinking of, of changing in your uh, home as most people are today a lot of people are going to the hardwood floors uh, is the engineered hardwood but along with that the area of the business that has grown phenomenally is the luxury vinyl business. Uh, people uh, are just amazed at how they can put a uh, absolutely gorgeous floor in uh, much less than it would be with a traditional hardwood. And yet it gives you all the benefits of uh, durability, cleanability. Uh, and again, we can offer so many more patterns and designs uh, that uh, you know, people, uh, when they come in, when they start looking, it's almost overwhelming. Yeah, but, uh, of course, we have the staff of people here that can, you know, walk them through the process because we realize most people don't buy flooring very often. So what we try to do here is walk customers through the process of figuring out what's going to be the right type of floor for their needs. Right. And, of course, with the sale going on, uh, it makes everything uh, economic, you know, a, a lot better economics. We'll talk more about that and, and other aspects yeah. of uh, carpeting and flooring okay. coming up. Thank you. Yeah, for, thanks, Mike. Thank you, Fred. Fred Gaines, uh, owner of Bell's Carpets and Floors, 2828 Industrial Drive in Raleigh. We're uh, just behind Costco on Industrial Drive. Uh, 919-860-9783-919-860-WPTF. Jackie is in Raleigh. Jackie, good morning. You're on WPTF. Uh, I just wanted to say that uh, when I was a newcomer in Raleigh around 71, I went to um, um, Bell's Linen Closet at Cameron Village. And a very nice lady who worked there showed me, I, I knew at that time how to um, make a, um, um, a, a string of stitches. And uh, she showed me how to make a circle with that collection of crocheted stitches and uh, double crochet in it and single crochet into it and make something. And Obviously that, made I a big impression on your life. Huh? And um, I crocheted. I still, I'm still crocheting at 81. How about that? Yeah. Bell's I helped you do that, that, huh? So I, I would like to think that her name was Ann. I'm not sure, but maybe this guy. Well, I, I would like to think that, too. Wouldn't, wouldn't all of y'all like to think that it was Ann? <laughs> Absolutely. That's yes. wonderful, Jackie. I'm I'm oh. glad you learned something new and glad you're still doing it. Okay. And can he think of her name? No, I have no idea. Fred Fred isn't here and Fred was, was not there then. So well, she was we're a not sure. cultured lady and I'm I sure know, she was. I hope uh, she's still with she us. The company, but the store was very lovely to be in. Well, Jackie, I appreciate you calling. And she didn't have to. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Well, 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 well,
Uh, we'll turn your mic on here, Rufus. Oh, my goodness. Somewhere. There it is. That technology. There we go. Okay. If we find Ann, we'll call you. <laughs> We've got I one Ann. I will, but, too. But it's not you, right? Okay. Uh, Nelson, back to the plants. Hey, Gar you didn't bring any gardenias, did you? I snuck one in there. Okay, that's yes, good because they're blooming all over the place. You got a bunch of them, uh, oh, Mr. Secretary? I, I got up this morning to get Jasper his breakfast and was almost overwhelmed with the beautiful aroma of the gardenias, the old-fashioned ones. Yeah. And I, I just love them. They are wonderful additions to people's homes. I wonder which one has the best fragrance or, or the I think they all fragrance. have a wonderful yeah. fragrance. I yeah. mean, and they're Some all. Some of them you have to kind of. You need a lot of them on the shrub, a lot of blooms, but uh, you know, some, I guess a double double flowering. Varieties. I brought a double flowering one with me. Actually, it's called double mint. Oh, double mint is that mm -hmm. a newer variety? Um, it's been out for a little while. Is it cold hardy or? It's very cold hardy. Okay, yes. well that's yes. good. That's a good one to have. Yeah, is it a a, a lower growing variety or is it? get pretty big uh it's probably going to get about three foot maybe three and a half that's not bad that's yeah. kind of like the prince charles isn't it yep stays a little more compact it yes. wasn't developed by the gentleman in it, City, it was it? not and i heard you guys talking last week and um i wanted to text but i didn't because i wasn't sure if it was puppet knowledge but i did see uh where he uh put out that he had sold his nursery Ooh, wow. and so um but hopefully he'll continue his work yeah. So, yes. How about that? Okay. Well, I guess I hope the nursery. I, I kind of knew that because it's been gated up the last two months that mm -hmm. I rode by and I saw the sign. But um, right. he's a, a <clears throat> great grower that brought us uh, some neat um, smaller green giant arborvitas. I can't remember what he's calling the name of that one. And then um, it might be little giant. I can't remember. And uh, then of course uh, Prince Charles, some of the gardenias. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. Yeah. I think you favored Mike and me with the Prince Charles. Yes, yes. And by yes. the way, while I've got you, uh, a caller wanted me to propagate an old-fashioned gardenia. <laughs> what is the? I'm. I'm I, I, we had the propagation lady last week who said put it in water, try that. But that is problematic, I think. Yeah. What so, would be your suggestion? So you don't want just tender wood, but uh, kind of a semi-tender or semi. Uh, hardwood so now's a good time to start collecting cuttings um, of course you would want to pinch any buds or blooms off um, have uh, two sets of leaves uh, where you've stripped the two lower leaves right. and then you kind of gently score the sides you're just nicking the skin put it in some root tone and uh, just a light fluffy soil uh, keep the so humidity like you would a rose it. or any other kind of yeah. correct shrubbery yeah okay yeah a lot of people buying this this a lot of the smaller type plants now absolutely and um you know those who are shade gardens you probably don't want to put them in hot afternoon sun um but absolutely i mean there's um you know of course the radicans which can be kind of a mounding um and frost proof they're both kind of a mounding and get pretty large i mean they can get a good four foot across five foot across yeah um three foot high but um you know climbs hardies are good it is a single but there's so many new cultivars out there um it's kind of like i think i heard part of the conversation um 
you know, Pam was, I think, saying, you know, just go buy some versus rooting. But then again, if you want that old-fashioned one, which is going to get much taller, much larger, right. I guess the one in the industry that's closest to that is probably August Beauty. Right. That uh, is which beautiful. is still available. Versus the the old-fashioned one is like the Cape Jasmine. It's just Gardenia Jasminoides. It has a much wider leaf, <coughs> uh, a longer leaf, and tends to be not as cold-hardy. Yeah, it's going to bloom later than these new varieties. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And may have the best fragrance. I don't know. That it's it old, is definitely old wonderful. Old-fashioned, yeah. 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 I mean, it's something that, that reminds me of uh, one of my aunt's uh, landscapes or yard. That's just something I saw, fragrance I associate with that. Of course, she always also had a hog pen down, down the road, too. <laughs> but And I associate that. But, you know, it just, just depends. You have to line the hog, <laughs> hog pen with uh, gardenias. The twain should never meet, I'll tell you that. <laughs> 919-860-9783. We're at Bell's Carpets and Floors Industrial Drive in Raleigh with uh, WPTF Weekend Gardener, 919-860-9783. You know, it's amazing the amount of wildlife we have here in the Triangle area and the damage that uh, can do. we got bears, apparently, bears, too. Okay. I don't think they're hurting any, anybody, but you probably ought to take your, your bird feeders down uh, <laughs> if someone has spotted one in the area. Uh, so uh, you do that, you still have to contend with uh, deer and rabbits and squirrels and so forth. Uh, folks at I Must Garden Repellents uh, have your back. Uh, they make a wonderful, uh, several wonderful products that uh, Nelsa sells at the Garden Hut and uh, Campbell Road, Logan's, lots of great places sell I Must Garden products uh, to help control animal damage. Now, if you have deer or rabbits eating your plants, squirrels digging in the flower pots, moles and voles tunneling through your lawn. I Must Garden has a solution you need. I Must Garden will protect your beautiful garden with natural repellents that are pleasantly scented, effective, and long-lasting. Every I Must Garden repellent has been individually formulated to provide safe and effective protection. I Must Garden blends natural ingredients with botanical oils to give you the most effective repellents on the market that are easy to use and don't have to be reapplied after every rain. Now, the repellents are available in a variety of sizes from ready-to-use spray bottles, cost-saving concentrates, and easy-to-use shaker jars. It is no wonder Imos Garden has become the favorite repellent for so many gardeners. You'll find Imos Garden at locally owned independent garden centers and hardware stores like Triangle Pharmacy at Ace Hardware and Piedmont Feed in Chapel Hill. Protect your garden today with natural pest control from the folks at Imos Garden. Wonderful repellent, earth-friendly, people- and pet-friendly, and made right here in the Triangle area. 919-860-9783. We're at Bell's Carpets and Floors Industrial Drive in Raleigh. It's 2828. We're facing the back of uh, Costco on Industrial Drive. Come join us. It's 827. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back at WPTF at 834-919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Nelson Cox is with us, Sand Clab, Rufus Edmonston uh, here this morning. We're at Bell's Carpets and Floors Industrial Drive in Raleigh. It's 2828 Industrial Drive. We're right behind Costco, and Nelson, you have... Uh, 
spread out your flowers here on the table, and uh, Ann has a fan. Is that a fatsia? Yes, sir, it is. That's the one called spider web. Rufus, do you have a, you have several fatsias. Do you have a variegated one? I do not, and I'm uh, lusting after this thing. <laughs> oh, can I say that on this show? Uh, you've already done it. So uh, okay. Rufus lusts after Fatsia. <laughs> That's so, a wonderful uh, thing. It's, it's an interesting color and combination. And, and the idea Therefore, that it's, can... it's a variegated. You know, the, right. the bloom on Fatsia reminds me of the symbol of the coronavirus it does it, it does it's scary it, it is it is and i tell you the wasp and bees love it oh absolutely when it, when it opens up and flowers late in the fall it's an unusual looking uh flower does that does that catch water does, does it's an arbor scandens is what it's called and yes it looks kind of like the a little ball with the little um protea little covid corona yeah amoebas or whatever the corona bush Corona bush. Yeah. All right. But it it, uh, it has a um, kind of an exotic look. It's something really looks nice in the landscape yeah. if you want something a little more tropical I'm, looking. I'm sure a horticulturalist or, or an entomologist 30 years ago would probably say, that plant has spider mites because it looks like all of the chlorophyll's been. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there other varieties that are? Oh yes! That, oh yes! That look more traditional. Yes, there are. Um, you know, the same shape leaf, but um, uh, green with cream variegation, yeah. very distinctive, not mottled like that. Absolutely. People are always looking for shade tolerant plants. It's, it's a great sh- one, and it's very yeah. tropical looking. Um, it can be marginally um, hardy. T- typically, they'll they'll overwinter. But if we had a really really cold winter, it could get get burnt back a little bit, um, possibly root killed. But uh, by and large, I mean you can get by twenty years, and it's just a great beautiful plant. Yeah, I've, I've had probably ten. I've never lost one yet. Excellent. And what I like is looking out in the snow on the ground, and the fats you looking like it's growing up in Florida. Oh, good <laughs> yeah, I've lost one to a vole. Oh my! Yeah, yeah, those bowls. Yeah, but the, naughty little things. I've, I've had plants fall over from voles eating the roots, but I've propped them back up, and they usually yeah. come back. It just depends, but this one didn't. Yeah. So I get um, they really got after the roots. So that's something you you have to watch out for with uh, new plantings, but especially. But uh, yeah, Fatsy is a great addition. Uh, uh, another shade tolerant plant is something you brought in that I'd never seen before. You possibly have, maybe in a different color. Uh, so that's Terenia. Uh, that particular one would be great if you are an ECU fan. Yeah. Um, it's very so pansy, like uh, I think Lucy <coughs> mentioned pansy uh, color. or I mean, it looks kind of like a violish or, or, or something. Or somebody. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Terenia is great. Uh, great in a hanging basket. Great in a container. Great in a, is a bedding shade plant. Um, just a wonderful performer throughout the summer with good flowers. Maybe I have seen it at a hanging bath. You probably have. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anne's holding something that she's interested in. This is uh, an evergreen. That, yeah, that's actually considered a conifer. Uh, It has needles, but it's a... It's not sticky, sticky. but that is a uh, golden standard uh, taxis. It's a type of U. And the one beside it is the false uh, uh, fatsia, uh, false U. 
Um, so that's an upright fastigiata, but it's the gold one. Very it beautiful. It looks very much like a U, doesn't it? It is. It is. But it has a different texture. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Very, very beautiful. Very nice. Um, that is, a, that is, an is this considered variegated? It's it's yellow. Kind yeah. Of. Yes. Variegated. Yeah. So instead of the green upright U, it's it's a golden U. It's very striking. Um, it's probably again one of those plants that's not going to do well in hot late afternoon sun. Uh, but morning sun or good filtered light. So the opportunity to use some of these gold plants, uh, and they are deer resistant, um, in a shade garden to brighten it up is just fabulous. If you go to the mountains of North Carolina, the garden centers there have a lot of yellow and blue kind of um, conifers, ice and blue, mm -hmm. like a, a Colorado spruce, that mm -hmm. type of thing. Those shades of colors are really nice up there. <laughs> striking, Some, yes. Yeah, I love seeing that. And that's something you can achieve with a lot of plants that are a little more hardy here. Now, what what does, we, we talk a lot about that hot afternoon sun that uh, will be dominating um, our landscapes this summer. What does well among the plants that you have out here? Anything? Uh, well, I have a... Um Obsession uh, Nandina. The Nandinas are very tough. Uh, there's one called Blush, which has a habit similar to uh, Firepower, uh, but it has a blush to it. This one is Obsession, which is um, what I call a very well-behaved plant. It's only going to get about two to two and a half foot in height, uh, stays compact. Uh, new growth has this beautiful kind of plum burgundy foliage, does great in a shade or full sun. Our are Nandinas poisonous? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with um, how many do you want to eat to see? Because they, they're said to have cyanide in them. The berries. The berries. Yes, yes. But, I mean, I, I, I saw a debate on Facebook about that. Um, you know, I don't want to get into toxicology or anything, yeah. but I have seen birds eat them and... Uh, you know, come back to the feeders or come back year yeah. after year. So, right. you know, I I can't imagine, um, and I, I'm pretty sure that um, Mr. Finch um, used Nandinas as an example because I, I remember boxes. him saying that, like, one of his things, one of his missions was to go around the North Carolina woods, like all over his area, Nash County, uh, even Wake County, surrounding counties, always looking for that dogwood that, that naturalized that had a late berry crop. So he said that if you took a Nandina berry, a holly berry, um, and a dogwood berry, uh, every time the birds are going to want higher in protein, want the dogwood berry. He said, but they will settle for holly berries, Nandina berries, if, if, you know, if need be. So... I just remember that, uh, him saying that at one of the lectures that he, he did yeah. at the Garden Hut. So that's what I'm going with. Sure. I, I've had Nandinas as long as I can remember. Uh, it's, and it's, they produce, many of them produce berries. and Certainly a southern staple. I mean, if you grew, yeah. grew up in rural areas, even probably, you know, in the 30s and 40s in a, in a city environment in the south, there were probably Nandinas, sure. absolutely. And, then and of a course, much maligned and, and if you And really. if you think about it, I mean, uh, you know, why would you see one um, scattered here, here, and here? It's because the birds get the seed and they're depositing they it. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. I'm going with um, <clears throat> no. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry too much about yeah. it. Yeah, I wouldn't make a feast of it. Yourself. Yeah, I'm not going to put them in my salad, but, but I, can't, uh, <laughs> I can't. I don't see anything here that I'd put in my salad. So uh, I understand that Nandina's in the bamboo family. Is that correct? Uh, to some degree, uh, I think they call it um, what is it, cane bamboo or or heavenly bamboo? Heavenly, heavenly, heavenly bamboo. Yes. bamboo. Yes. And yes. for those of you who have them who want to prune them, you prune. Like one, three. In, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You prune different canes yeah. different times. Right. So if it's the old-fashioned type uh, Nandina or even some of the newer ones, if they've gotten leggy or had some leaf drop, then certainly they are caney. So it's not like a single stem or trunk. So you have multiple trunks. And so what Rayleigh is saying, Mike is saying is, Rayleigh's you know, good. Rayleigh, you, yeah, you prune a third here you know, maybe half here, and then you just, you know, tip so that you get that multi-layering branching um, and fullness back into your Nandina. You can call me Mr. Rayleigh like a lot of people do. <laughs> I'm going to stick with Rayleigh. That's what I've always called you. I don't know why. I've just always said Rayleigh. <laughs> That's all right. People call my father the same thing. You know, <laughs> Chevrolet Buick dealer. Kristen is in Indian Land, South Carolina, near Charlotte. Wow. Uh, morning, Kristen. How are you? I'm good. How are you all? Oh, we could just couldn't be better. We wouldn't be able to live with ourselves if we were any better, right? <laughs> um, I, I was out uh, pruning some crepe myrtles that, you know, all the dead stuff from the from the frost, and noticed that I've got little tiny holes in the top leaves, and they don't. I don't. I look. I can't find any kind of critter on there. So, do I need to spray something? I don't think I'd worry too much about it with a crepe myrtle. Have Japanese beetles come out yet? No. It's they usually go after the flowers. Exactly. Um, it's probably a little weevil. I'm sure it'll pass, but um, you try to minimize spraying if it seems to affect, um, you know, flower production, um, then possibly something mild like a neem oil or something like that would be fine yeah because you don't want to you don't want to kill any bees or or uh, other yeah. good insects uh, well, I, just don't it, wanna, it, I don't want to lose them oh no no you're not going to lose any crepe myrtles they, they, no, they're uh, tough I've, I've been trying to kill one for years and they just <laughs> just have no luck you've got that pretty catalba in your yard yeah i got three of them as the a matter purple. of fact yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, they got, are, uh, I got three they beautiful and it's yeah. on all of them and it's up at the very top. It yeah, to I wouldn't. Blue. I wouldn't worry of, yeah. uh, I mean, about it. Yeah, I mean, if you want, um, you know, to get a, a sample um, to a local garden center, um, I'm sure they could help you identify what the pest is and what the protocol would be. But uh, just going by what you said, it's possible it's weevils. Yeah. So I don't don't worry about it, Kristen. Okay, I'm I'm not gonna worry. Y'all have okay. a nice holiday. You have a uh, a wonderful time uh, down there in Indian Land, South Carolina. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend um, here. It just kind of crept up on us, and it's uh, it it's is still creeping. It is a holiday, <laughs> but it is uh, certainly a time we remember uh, those we've lost in in battle. Absolutely. And, uh, so that's that's just a reminder. That's right. Of what holiday this is. 
919-860-9783. We'll see if we can find Fred and talk to him uh, coming up here on WPTF's Weekend Gardener. 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up from Bell's Carpets and Floors Industrial Drive in Raleigh. That's 2828 Industrial Drive. It's 847. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, we think it's the longest-running gardening show. We don't, we don't have a Library of Congress document, <laughs> document archival proof of, uh, of that, but we think it, think it is. There. I can find out. Well, find out. Find out, yeah. Uh, but it's pretty old. It goes back... Uh, essentially to 1945 with uh, John Harris, and uh, it was a professor at NC State. And uh, But before that, as I w- we were talking about off the air, the uh, Raleigh Garden Club uh, would come in and, and do kind of, I don't know if it was irregular, or but it, it, during the 1930s they would come in and do stuff. So they actually, the Raleigh Garden Club actually started this show back in the 1930s. Uh, so we're we're trying to carry on. It's not the same name, but uh, we're we're trying to carry on. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF and another tradition and uh, uh, a great relationship for for many years. Uh, Bell's Carpets and WPTF and uh, and the Weekend Gardener. I guess uh, we have been doing this show here since the 90s, maybe, Fred, do you think so? Yeah, um, late 80s, early 90s, yeah. it was Weekend Garner. Before mm-hmm. that, we were doing uh, Ask Your Neighbor. Yeah, and uh, Maury and I would come out and right. stand up kind of reports, right. too, on Memorial and Labor Day. Uh, so, yeah, it's been fun. And it's amazing how things have changed. Carpeting has, some of it looks the same, but it's it's really... It's really an evolution. Well, yeah, and, and, you know, we understand that people, mm-hmm. carpet is kind of a mystery to people because you don't, you don't really have to buy it that often, or, or maybe you, your house came with it. And, uh, if so, you have to buy it often, you're not buying very good carpet. Right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's what people are, but, uh, you know, the people are, uh, you know, wanting uh, whether flooring today, but w- certainly with carpet, they're concerned about stains and durability and all of this. And really, the technology that we have today uh, is really amazing. Uh, uh, that uh, we can ha- people can have carpets. Uh, doesn't matter whether it's kids, small children, uh, adults that might spill an adult drink now and then. They don't have to worry about that because we have carpets that. Uh, literally uh, are highly stain resistant. We we don't we never hear the word stain proof, but we have tested these things beyond uh, any normal thing that people would have at, at their home, and uh, it uh, it all cleans. Uh, and the other thing is it's it's very affordable. Uh, this technology, you'd think, well, uh, you know, they're going to just keep raising the prices, uh, uh, you know, to get the, the better technology. But you can get this technology on uh, any of our carpets. And, um, you know, so with the sale going on, um, we have uh, so many different things. Uh, you know, we talk about everything store wide. 
um, is on sale a minimum of 25%. And in the carpet area, we have things that go up to even half price. Um, and we have, have another section of uh, our value carpets where they're completely installed, the carpet pad, sales tax, and labor for $2.50 a square foot. Uh, and that's, that's a, that's a in today's market, that's a real deal. It sure is. So, but this is all really good carpeting. Yes, these are all, you know, good quality uh, from our, you know, the best manufacturers um, like Mohawk and Karistan, uh, but they're not the only ones that we carry. Uh, we have so many uh, good partners that we're dealing with. And one thing I'll point out, you know, people have heard about all the problems with supply and can't get things and uh, the prices are doubling and tripling in some areas. Um, most carpet <clears throat> that we carry is domestically made. So uh, right. generally speaking, we don't have a problem uh, getting the supply. And while prices have gone up simply due to inflation and other costs, uh, prices have not gone up at astronomical rates. So carpet is still one of the best values that people can have for their home. Uh, so. Um, we have, uh, of course, we talk about carpet, but to, in today's consumer, they're looking for flooring. You know, it might be carpet for a room, uh, might be a hard surface product, uh, a laminate or a uh, luxury vinyl for a bathroom or a room. Uh, we have people that are uh, now that uh, they've been staying at home for so long, uh, they're taking and converting rooms maybe to a home office. Or, uh, things like that to uh, meet, uh, the, you know, their new lifestyle. So uh, we're seeing a lot of different uh, flooring options, and we can, you know, work with the customer and figure out what's going to be the best option for their need and what's going to uh, give them, you know, the best price. And of course, taking advantage of the sale right now is the time to, uh, you know, buy these things because prices will go up. I mean, it's just a, a fact of the economy we're in. So uh, getting it on sale and getting it before price increases is going to be their, the best benefit for the customers right now. So what's on sale? Well, it's store-wide. <laughs> Everything, they walk in, whether it be carpet, whether it be uh, hardwood floor, luxury vinyl, uh, if they need to uh, have uh, an area rug or they just want to buy we have our remnants uh, which is a great place to shop if you have one room or you want to have a rug made or something like that uh, buying it a remnant is going to be uh, a tremendous savings just because it is a remnant but in addition to that we're taking 25 percent off the tag price of any of our remnants in the store so uh, again uh, as we have done in the past, our store-wide sales are everything in the store. There's nothing held back uh, uh, from any of our uh, manufacturers, any type of flooring. Are people still buying a lot of wool carpeting? Yes. Uh, wool is still a very popular option for people. And uh, in addition uh, to uh, Karistan, which has been one of our major suppliers of wool, uh, Karistan actually uh, bought another company called Godfrey Hurst, which is an Australian company. And of course, the best wool comes from Australia. So uh, they have a huge supply of wool carpets, which are very affordable. We also have other uh, manufacturers that make wool. Uh, so it is still a very popular, and, and we've actually increased our suppliers of wool because of the popularity for it.
It's very durable. Yeah, very durable. Uh, uh, the beautiful thing I like about wool is you put a wool carpet down, and you can walk in a room 10 years later, and it still looks as good as the day you put it in because it, ho it holds its value. It holds its uh, appearance, and uh, that's why people like well, Fred, we'll be talking to you more okay, in the next good. hour. Okay, good. Thanks. Fred okay. Gaines, owner of uh, Bell's Carpets and Floors, Industrial Drive in Raleigh. 919-860-9783. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back to talk with Beth in Hillsboro and uh, others. And we'll, uh, we'll also uh, talk to the folks at the North Carolina State Farmers Market in Raleigh here on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. <laughs> 